When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Ain't never gonna be the same. Oh, hello! Caught me singing. Didn't know the mic was on. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience on my talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Stick them up. Yes, stick them up, yeah. One day removed from the Project Down and Dirty announcement, Project Down and Dirty Film Fest. If you didn't hear yesterday, happening September 28th through the 30th, where each of the shows will split up into teams, be tasked with creating a short film, a comedic short film, seven to nine minutes long, and then we will have a premiere on September 30th at Showplace Icon in the West End. It's going to be a ball. So uh, all the info, ticket info, when we release that, will all be coming at you through our app. Download it today and also on the website, mytalk1071.com. Cool. Ah. I'm excited. Not everyone's excited, but we're excited. <laughs> you know, I was thinking mean? about it today. Well, mm. yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if we should no, talk no, no, out of school, been. but mm. some people aren't as excited as we are. I was thinking about it today, you know, because it's like it has to be, you know, it's a comedy film. It says it right in the bold print. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? We're going to, that's going to be so great for us because I feel like no matter what we did, if they said, hey, Don and Steve and DJ Rock Lobster, make a horror film. We would make it funny. Right. We that just, would at least be our <laughs> It would be funny whether we thought that was <laughs> right. our goal or not. Yes, exactly. So I think we're gonna we're gonna crush this. Yeah. It's, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be very fun. Uh, do we know where we will be I was broadcasting too, from? Because like we obviously gotta to be come? working with editors, right? Um mm-hmm. th- we're not they're, they're not gonna teach us how to edit, are they? Maybe they will. Maybe they will. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. I, I know a little bit of final cut. You know, well, that's puts if you us... hit control B, that's gonna, I think it splits the, the video file. And now mm. you've got two pieces. A blade is what that B oh, stands yeah, for. Oh, yeah, there's a blade. There's a B in the uh, Pro Tools I use for audio editing. Bro. We're, we got this. It's gonna be great. Uh, so, anyway, all the details, uh, we announced it yesterday, but you can stay tuned to mytalk1071.com and download the app if you haven't already. Aren't Donna you... likes to say, okay. hey, these people who don't have the, uh, the app, she'll say during a lot of commercial breaks, they're idiots, Steve. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a direct quote. You heard it here <laughs> it first. Is hey, not guys, stop I it. Have, I have to, um, I have to talk to you guys about the Frasier reboot. You know, we were excited about this. We are excited about yeah, this. Yeah, we it's like that show. Yeah. Long time coming. Oh, baby, I hear the blues are calling. All of the good vibes. And I, Frasier is a show that I kind of watch peripherally, and I want to watch it intentionally now that I'm a little bit older. I watched it when I was a kid. You know, that, that kind of sitcom humor was just a little bit elevated if you were my age when it came out. So I was excited. I want to go back and watch the reruns and then watch this. 
I saw all the trailer. And I want you to all click on the link, and then I think we can play the whole trailer, okay? okay hold on. Let's do it all at the same time. Okay, let's I, make sure I, we're not getting punked, because I heard that there was a trailer out there that was a joke. Okay, so now so this, this might be, fart. this could, well, yeah, that's where the YouTube video is coming through. Okay. So maybe, maybe this is, because it says parody. Yeah, that's what I read too. I, I thought I saw a headline that said like the, the Frasier trailer that's on the internet right now is not real or something. Okay, well, let's but, listen to it, it anyway. Well, okay, then we got to watch it. So that just so you can see how confusing it is <laughs> if you don't know that going in. Here we go. Okay. I've wanted to talk to you about this all week, but... Daphne? It's about your brother. What? I saved you. Resurrected you from the ashes. <laughs> Those people would have killed you. Now you're going to have to repay me that debt. With interest. He's looking at Niles. <laughs> hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling to salads and scrambled eggs. My, how everything could change. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. I show him a picture of dad. You don't bring me back what I want, and you won't have anything to come back to. <laughs> You're dead. Your families are all dead. You and everyone you ever met. <laughs> they even showed the dog. Yeah, Eddie. Do you understand me? They're calling again. <laughs> this is great. No, wait, no, wait. Okay, wait. Frazier has left the building. Let me read the description that's up on YouTube. Dr. Fraser Crane resurfaces after a 20-year absence, but with his return comes a reckoning that will alter not only the lives of those he once loved, but the very foundation of Seattle itself. Emmy Award winner Kelsey Grammer reprises his role, blah, blah, blah. So upon second viewing, here's what I have learned. First of all, very well done. Very, uh, very well done. Second of all, you <laughs> never see any, it is in fact a parody, you never see any of the actors actually in the same scene, so they used all this footage from other projects that they've done. Right, right. They superimposed the dad's picture on the little, uh, what's the Polaroid that they're holding up at one point, blah, right. blah, blah. So anyway, funny parody though, but but truly confused me, I'm not ashamed to say it, the first time I watched it, I was like... Wait a minute, because it looks so well done. It doesn't look bush league at it's all. It's really good. It looks very well done. That is and excellent. Frankly, it's got me wondering if maybe that's the Frasier reboot that well, I want to see. You know why? Because think, think about the um. Oh my gosh, the Will Smith um. The Bel Air. Yeah, because yes. they did a dark thing because somebody did something similar on the mm -hmm. internet, and then they ran with it, and we're like, yeah, this is what we're doing. Did that ever air? Or it did air. Work? I was just going to say, did it suffer from keep my wife's name out her mouth? I think people were kind of excited for it, and everybody's like, oh, I'd watch that. I'd watch that. And then it came out, and everybody's like, nee. That's too bad. It's easy to get pumped up on a trailer. Oh, absolutely. And like, oh my gosh, mark my calendar. And then guess what? Your calendar is filled with a whole bunch of other stuff by the time that that thing that you thought you were going to be super excited about comes out. Sometimes it can get washed away. So we'll see if we get a real Frasier trailer at any point for the reboot. But I linked it up. It's on the show links page if you want to check it out um, on the Don and Steve show page. By the way... Quick note for all the parents out there, Donna, you can just earmuff this for a moment, okay. but for every parent out there of a little kid who has watched Bluey, you will be happy to know that there are 25 new episodes out 
for Bluey, Bluey Season 3. It is the show that many people say, it just came out yesterday, I believe, the show that many people say the parents enjoy even more than the kids. They're little, like, seven-minute shorts. It's a uh, an Australian cartoon. It's... Uh, he Bluey is like a little preschooler, and it's a family of cartoon dogs, and they the the stories are so sweet. There are so many sweet and well done episodes. So anyway, new episodes of Bluey for you parents out there who have been watching the same ones over and over and over again. <laughs> that sounded like you were singing the Frasier theme. Oh baby, I hear the blues are calling. We gotta go. Even how they sampled that song. Oh, it was so was really brilliant. Perfect. Oh, We've I got a uh, fantastic <laughs> Thursday show. We did all our crappy shows at the beginning of the week. This one's going to be good. Throwback <laughs> Thursday music trivia coming up at 1130. I'm going to do the 80s for Donna. Okay, thank you. Just to take good care of her today. Thanks, buddy. Boo. Uh, and then we've got college pop culture knowledge at 1030. When we come back, let's wake our brains up. Where did the idea for electronic ankle bracelets come from? It actually came from somewhere in pop culture. D-Bone McGillicuddy, Donna Valentine herself what found that? this, and we'll share it with the class when we return. Donna and Steve on My Talk. Okay. All right, all right. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's Donna <laughs> and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Steve's got some fun facts. Hello. Where's oh, Steve? I forgot to turn Steve oh. on. <laughs> hey, guys. Hello. Oh, man. Guys, remember I just said before the break, hey, we saved all of our crappy shows for the beginning of the week. Today, <laughs> a great show in store for you. Um, Donna, you should start because you dropped a little something in things that make you go, huh, which is always so wonderful and exciting. Oh, thanks. And okay. I knew it would be one that had to do with house arrest. <laughs> <laughs> or criminal activity. Yeah, right. Something right. dark. Um, if you've ever had a judge slap one of those electronic monitoring bracelets on your ankle. Yes, Queen. You could thank Spider-Man for that. Nice. What? There used to be a Spider-Man comic strip. Okay. It ran in newspapers across the country. And in one installment back in 1977, the villain, Kingpin, attaches a monitoring device to Spider-Man's wrist. Well, it just so happens that a New Mexico judge named Jack Love saw it and he thought, Maybe that technology could be used to keep an eye on low-level criminals. So he teams up with an engineer, makes it happen. Judge Love was the first person to wear the device as an experiment. And uh, the rest is history. He said it put him on a short leash. So there you go. You have Spider-Man to thank for the electronic ankle bracelet. you. You ever worn one? Don't worry about it. Oh, I could see Donna having been on house arrest at some point. <laughs> Wonder what puts somebody on house. That's an interesting thing. It's a very interesting thing. Well, you know, I and mean, I guess that's not house arrest, right? I mean, if you have an ankle bracelet, a monitoring device, in theory, you could have a radius, right? There, yeah, you could go like to your mailbox or your your doctor's appointments and things like that. You just have to. I think, now, I only know this because I used to date a criminal defense attorney. Thank you. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, that started out weird. <laughs> wow. And they can tell. It'll, it'll beep. It'll be like, boop, boop, boop. And then you'll get a phone call. But I think it's for people like with DUIs um, who are repeat offenders. 
um, mm. things like that. Low level crime, you know, somebody gets out of jail, but they want to keep an eye on them still. Interesting. Slap that on them. Thank you. A criminal defense attorney you dated, huh? Don't worry about it. Yeah, really. I, but first, you're like, I once dated a criminal. Defense, <laughs> defense attorney. I dated a criminal, too. Yeah. I'll do. What? I'm just trying to balance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see here. I got some for you. Back in 1975, the Washington football team tried to get Andre the Giant to try out to be a defensive lineman, but he turned them down. Seven foot, 500 pounds, I believe, is what the billing for the, uh, at the time, WWF had him listed at. Could you imagine Andre the Giant, a seven footer? Wow. On your defensive line, being the quarterback on the other team, seeing him come at you? Quarterbacks aren't necessary. They're not usually the big guys, right? Those are like linebackers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like quarterback. Okay, Rocco. What? He's not. He w- He wasn't trying to be the quarterback, right, Steve? He was going to be. Oh, right. He was oh, trying I to be the defensive said, can lineman. Can you imagine? Uh, can you imagine being the quarterback oh. and Andre the Giant coming at you? Oh yeah, no. Okay. It'd be over. Have you ever seen pictures where like he's holding a beer can and it yes. looks like a, a, baby a symbol? Doll? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the, the? I watched the documentary a few years ago now on HBO Max. I think it was. Uh, I think I watched it too. Andre. I think it was just called Andre. Yeah. Boy, what a what a what a terrible! It'd be tough to be seven foot five hundo, yeah. right? The novelty's got to wear off by about the third car you get into. Yeah, aren't you just like okay? Could we please, <laughs> like Shaq? How do you do? You think Shaq enjoys being as big as he is, or no, if someone said to hard. him, "We can snap our fingers and make you six inches shorter just for planes alone," you know, stuff like that. I mean, I'm sure he's in a PJ. Are you with me, Private Jet? Mm. Sorry, I've flown on one twice. Same. Nice, Donna. Uh, Cessna. Mm. <laughs> Is that like a twin prop situation? Pretty much. Yeah. So that's just you're just praying. You've just been in the air praying <laughs> yeah, for an I hour. I flew out of uh, Teterboro and did a thing over, <laughs> over you know the twin towers and with my friend nice. Jack, Jack the Whack. Thanks. <laughs> Old radio guy. Uh-oh. He, uh, yeah, yeah, he is, right? He Donna, you want to do this one? Retired. No. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here. Donna oh, and Jack okay. the Whack. Right. Okay. Right. Make it a long one, Doug. Hey, everybody, it's Donna and Jack and the Whack. Good night. <laughs> good night. Chicago. <laughs> I tell you what, I like He's a Houston. good. I like signing on and signing off all in the same thing. <laughs> what a what an efficient show. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Just had, hey everybody, good morning, it's John and Steve and good night. That was fun. Oh my god! It's better uh, than you know doing your four hitting the door. Yeah, like doing your four seconds. Yes. I <laughs> uh, you have another one for us here. 
Baby elephants. Did you know this? This is cute. They suck their trunks for comfort the same way that human babies suck their thumbs. No, that's so sweet. You ever seen Dumbo? Yeah. <laughs> Young babies don't develop the reflex Young to... baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, young Gravy in the building again. Oh, hey, his, Rocco's kid is into Young Gravy. Yeah, I until can't. I listened to a, a yeah. lyrics and I was like, no more Young Gravy. Yeah, Rocco, <laughs> welcome to the prude aisle, my I friend. <laughs> There's more room on the boat. Come on in. Young Gravy is pretty funny, though. Young Babies. <laughs> young Baby. <laughs> it's young so babies redundant. Don't develop the reflex to breathe through their mouths until they are three or four months old. Oh, yeah. Instead of young babies, that should say infants. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like old senior citizens. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Bye. <laughs> Guess this is it. <laughs> All yeah. right. This is the end of the road. In China, Spain, and Greece, people mix their wine with Coca Cola. Oh, that sounds terrible. Doesn't it, though? Yasque. Yeah, All right, right, guys. Hey, when we come back, we got some Pete Davidson news about uh, how he's dealing with the breakup and his encounters with Kanye. I got a question about this information. I have an answer, too, I think. Oh, boy. All right, we'll get into that story next. Okay, we're back. It's... It's us, Donna and Steve, on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I have a random question for everybody. Okay. Do you keep your patio furniture cushions on your mm. furniture all the time or do Great you question. only put it out when you've got people over or using it uh i keep it out as much as i can i only take it in when i know that there's rain in the forecast you and do. but i find that to be a little bit annoying and so we do have a cover that we uh are going to start using more we just use that somewhat infrequently but that's going to be the better way to go is the cover. Okay. So I never knew you weren't supposed to do that. You know, you get this stuff that's supposed to be fade resistant, all weather, blah, blah, blah. Well, let me tell you, if you try to replace cushions, it's a fortune. This is what my sister just found out. She's going to be texting if she's listening right now. It's like $400 to replace two chair cushions and a tiny little like love seat. Yeah, I know at that point you're like, I'm just going to get a new set. Right, but it's in such great shape and it just really irritates me. So today I saw rain in the forecast. I had the cushions are on, but I have pillows on them. So I was like, oh, let me bring those pillows in, like throw pillows. Nice, yeah. That are outdoor, but they're, they're nice and I don't want them getting like soggy and weird and then gross. So I was just wondering because I didn't know that that was a thing. You keep the cushions off. Unless well, I don't think it? you keep them. No, no, no. I, 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 maybe there are three options in this debate. One is keep them off unless you use them. The other is keep them on unless there's rain forecast. And the third is just leave them on. And I've just left them on through rain before, for sure. And I think that they're durable and they, they'll be able to stand up if you have a good quality cushion. But what I don't like, I'm just trying to maximize. I don't want it to rain in the morning, downpour. And then I get home and want to sit down on the patio, but I have to wait out the cushions because the cushions are still wet. Right. You know what I mean? Got it. I'm just surprised by how expensive things are. Like, just the stupidest things. Like, if I want a new mailbox, they're really expensive. 
It's crazy. You, you in the market? How much does a mailbox go for? I mean, they could go for, well, they could go for a lot, but I don't think you could get one for under 150 bucks. May I, I ask a question? You. Sure. Is your mailbox attached to your home or is it on a post in the ground? Post. Yep. So you, you got one of those nice mailboxes. Not really, no. It's funny. It's that seems ugly. nicer. and it, But it seems nicer when you have a, a mailbox on a post in the yard than having it on the house. But the best place to have it is on the house. You're right, because then you just open the door and go, okay, mail's here. Yes. We I have got. mailed down the road at like a shared situation. Oh, you, you know, do? Oh, interesting. With a key and the whole nine yards. Crazy, man. <laughs> this has been Mail Talk. Rocco? Mail Talk. Rocco, do you not even have mail? Do you not get I, mail? I reach right out my door and there it is. Hi, Mailbox. I live oh, in the great. city. Oh, that's oh. true. How's parking? Not bad in my area, but yeah, okay. I lived. I spent some time in the uptown wedge area. That I was thought I was in your neighborhood yesterday. You might have been. Here, I'm going to say it off the air, okay? Um, all right, I'll talk to everybody. Right. I don't. Uh, we're trying to find out if Donna happened to be right near where Rocco lives. She's right. explaining I don't it think to him so. in detail. I don't know okay, is actually. okay, hold on one second. Okay. Well, she's going to try again with another option and find out if she was wow, near. Wow, she thinks I live in a fancy part of town. Oh. Thanks, <laughs> all right, never mind. All right, so anyway, we digress. Pete <sighs> Davidson has entered trauma therapy, apparently because of Kanye West in his bullying. So the story is Kim Kardashian is very supportive of Pete going to therapy. It's because he was being bullied by her ex-husband. Kanye has been attacking the comedian online ever since the two started dating. And then when news bro- uh, broke that they broke up, Kanye posted a fake newspaper cover announcing Pete's death, which he has not died, by the way. Then came word that Pete has been in trauma therapy. A source tells Page Six, Kim was very supportive of Pete going to therapy. Kanye was very detrimental. He was posting negative things. Uh, Now, add thousands and thousands of comments. Someone has to work with you to deal with something like that. He was getting death threats from Kanye fans um, and and then all this negative attention. And it doesn't feel good for the average person. So add someone who has struggled with mental illness and it's even worse. So that is the story. What is your question? question? Mm -hmm. How does this kind of information get out? Um, How does it get leaked? Who leaks that someone is in therapy? Chris Jenner. Yeah, that's what Laurie would say. They say all the news comes from the momager. Chris Jenner. Every single day, there is some kind of story about any of them in the news, right? It, it could be like, Kim decided to go blonde. Um, Kanye takes the kids for a walk. It doesn't matter what it is. They're, they're just, they just want to be top of mind every day. That's how it gets hmm. out, Steve. Sorry. Why? That's just such a personal thing. So the fact that that would get out so quick is just not disturbing. Good. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. Thank you. I don't know. I don't guys. know. Steve. What do you want oh, me to do? Speaking of not good, let's talk about this Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis uh, custody battle. Do you remember when he served her uh, with papers while she was on stage at a film festival? Yes. Yeah. 
a guy just like slides a folder to her while she's on mic, and then she looks in, and it's custody papers. Yeah. Well, at the time, Jason Sudeikis claimed that he had nothing to do with how and where she was served. But it sounds like Olivia Wilde does not believe him. There's newly obtained court documents in which Olivia says, oh, it was very much intentional. Jason's actions were clearly intended to threaten me and catch me off guard. He could have served me discreetly, but instead he chose to serve me in the most aggressive manner possible. And then she also said that what he did not um, did was not in the best interest of their kids. So they have an eight-year-old and a five-year-old. And so because of what he did, she decided to file for custody in Los Angeles. He's trying to get custody because he wants the kids to live with him in New York. So this is going to get ugly. Can already predict it. By the way, he has lost his custody petition. A judge uh, ruled that their kid's home state is going to be California. Oh, boy. This is this is not good because impossible. Oh, geez. You know, you got mom. And, I mean, the custody battles are difficult and heart wrenching for all involved. Always. I understand that. But think of these kids when you've got two coasts. It's not like are you going to live with dad in Shaska or mom in Chanhassen? It's mom in L.A. or dad in New York. I mean, that's just... Not only that, but she also wants them to possibly be able to stay with her in London, where her boyfriend lives. And that's also where Jason Sudeikis shoots... That's true. Theodore Lasso. That's true. Theodore Lasso. By the way, I don't know if we ever talked about this, but the... um, um, Is it Fisher Price or Play School? That does Fisher Price. We talked about it yesterday, right? We did. We talk about it because I, I, I told Steve that we did. Well, oh. No, remember I said we talked about it at the very beginning of the show, but then we teased it heavily at the end of the show and did not pay off that tease. Right. So the, if you were a fan of Little People, and that uh, that was like all of my just young years, preschool years, I loved playing with Little People, and they did things like. Little people farmhouse, little people uh, houseboat. And mm-hmm. now they're making a Ted Lasso version of little people. And I think it looks super cute. It's like 40 bucks in case you're interested. Okay, bye. Wait, is yeah. that that's the end of your story? Yes. <laughs> that was emphatic. Are you going to watch Ted Lasso still? Of course, yes. What do you like about it? I mean, I I enjoyed what I've seen. It's funny. It's winsome. It is a it's, it's a sweet show where you have you have a feeling at Feel the end good. the good guy is going to win. Okay, you know, just find it enjoyable. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at the Ted Lasso Little People set right now. So cute, right? (laughs) It's great. Oh, my gosh, it's so good. Because they've got the locker room set. Yeah, it's so good. That's really great. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah, me too. 40 bucks. I mean, that's not so much to ask to spend on my birthday. Yeah, you're right. Oh, we've got a birthday (laughs) coming up. End of the month. 20 days. Birthday month. Okay, now we know. um, So, don't forget the basketball Oh, that's right. And Ted Lasso Little People. Thank you. Ted Lasso Little People. I love it. She wants it for a show that she, for no apparent reason, quit on. Yeah, But I still watched it and enjoyed it. I just feel like I've seen enough. We talked about that, too. Like, my wife and I liked season one a lot. We watched a little bit of season two, and we were both like, 
This is a little kind of oh, every. It felt like Thirty Rock, where every line was a joke, and it was just like, oh. Here's I will so say that there are times when the show feels a little overcooked in the writing department for yeah. me. Yeah. And so I jibe with that. I'm feeling you. Um, but yeah, it's just a nice. I feel good when I put it on. But okay, so we've got uh, August 31st, the the big day. And we are looking forward to celebrating that. At the State Fair. At the yeah. State Fair, no less. Rocco, which one are you getting? The little people set or the basketball? Because it's got to oh, be yeah, a good outdoor good. basketball so that she can just stop by at any outdoor playground. Yeah, definitely I'll get an outdoor basketball. All right. Thanks, man. Make yeah. it a good one. Good grip. Can you, know you get one saying? with like a lobster on it? Yo, I'm Googling right now. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have one in his uh, cart in like two minutes. Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, there you go. Hey, I saw something and I'd like to say something. Uh, if you are a subscriber of Disney Plus ad free, I, I am. Bad news for you. Yes. Uh, also, three Minneapolis beaches are closed due to E. coli mm. contamination. I'll tell you which ones when we come back on my talk 107 oh hey good morning welcome back donna and steve on my talk 1071. everything entertainment hey if you see something say something oh that is catchy huh if you see something say something with donna and steve if you see something say something come on and party tonight you know, I saw gas prices at 420 yesterday and I was like, wow, that's high. And now I keep seeing the national average is back under four. I believe that uh, gas prices have gone down for about 56 days in a row or something like that. From where they were, they were crazy high. And now they have uh, they've been going down every day for almost the last two months. Wow. That's crazy. Okay, well, anyway, they're back under four. So there you go. Saw something saying something. Donna, oh, thank you you're, so I know. Much. I do it as a public service. It's, it's okay. Don't worry about it. We could hug it out later. I don't want to. Okay. Starting December 8th, Disney Plus will show commercials. Unless you want to pay more, which is what, you know, services seem to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um Subscribers are going to have the choice to stay at $7.99 per month, but will have to endure family-friendly ads. That's called Disney Plus Basic. You saw Basak. Nice. <laughs> Anna Delvey. Anna Delvey. Whatever. Uh, if you don't want to watch ads, you'll have to switch to Disney Plus Premium, which is going to cost you $10.99 per month. That's not so bad. Sign me up for that. The basic tier will have all the same content as the premium, and there will be four minutes worth of ads per hour. That's not you know, so bad. Not everything will have ads, by the way. I mean, it's just four minutes worth of ads. So, like, every 15 minutes, you have to sit through a one minute commercial. Boy, I pay a little bit extra for that ad free on Hulu, and I find it well worth it. Oh God, Hulu's the worst for commercials. Hulu, I we are the ad tier, so we see the ads on Hulu. Same. I have to tell you though, there's a part of me that's, for instance, when I watch Omit B. Sorry, that's only murders in the building. I don't 
even mind the commercials so much. I actually feel like these streamers and how commercials come in, it feels like advertising agencies are getting better, more creative. I watch half of these and I'm kind of into them. Now, the bummer is there are when you see the same one three times in a show, you know, that's a little bit of a bummer. I love the countdown clock, but I'm also a big fan of figuring out when you want to watch them, when you don't, and where to spend your money. With YouTube, for parents who watch you, whose kids watch YouTube, I am telling you now, don't make the same mistake that we did. Order the YouTube premium right now. Increase the value that you get out of it. Get it earlier in your kid's life because it is that is money that I feel like is very well spent. Rocco, you're experiencing that same sort of euphoric feeling with Hulu. When you experience it without ads, it's like, wow, look how quick this is going. Right. Although I've read that, I mean, they told me I have that bundle and they tell me it's going away. I got to look into my options. The here. bundle. It's like Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. And now they're like, sorry, that's no longer a thing unless you want to pay this much. Mm. Uh, what are they going to do? $19.99? I got to look it up. Cause or is I'm that what it is? Look all. it up, yeah. <laughs> uh, we just finished Obi Wan, by the way. Yeah. We had finished five of the six episodes and then sort of got about summer. A month goes by, and I said, why don't we finish Obi-Wan when we did the other night and thought it was uh, quite enjoyable? My kid doesn't want to watch Star Wars stuff with me. He's like, Dad, that's your thing. Oh, that's a, that hurts my heart. I know. We watch, the kids are going through Harry Potter. They're reading a book, and then we'll watch the movie. And so yesterday we watched Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, and we did it in the afternoon. And when I got down there... I was feeling pretty tired, a little groggy, and then uh, I go to sit down on the couch, and my daughter has set up a little table and a ticket counter, and she had a ticket for me with my name on it. I was like, here you go, Dad. Oh, that's adorable. seven-year-old. Yeah, it was cute. It was cute. Can't do anything cute anymore, Donna boy. I'm sorry I blew up. This is the America you asked for. Guys, I have a confession to make. No matter how hard I try, I'm moving on, by the way. No matter how hard (laughs) I try, I cannot pronounce... The name of that beach in a Bede Makaska. Oh, bet is it that one? Bet how do you say it again? Bede Makaska. No, Bede Makaska. Yes, that's okay. right. Bede. I have to remember Bede. I agree. I think I'm it's uh, it. Bede Makaska. Wait, it's the spelling that's hard for me. Spell it. B D E space capital M A K A space capital S K A. Bede Makaska. Thomas Beach. Bede Makaska. Thomas Beach, um, 32nd Street Beach, and Lake Hiawatha Beach have all been shuttered after workers who test the waters found that bacteria levels exceeded state-specified guidelines. So they've also got blue-green algae advisory going on at the Lake Hiawatha Beach. Hmm. There's E. coli levels at Cedar Lake Point Beach. There's been no illnesses reported, but don't forget E. coli can be real bad and can lead to serious complications. Here's how I think they should alert people at a beach to E. coli. Stay with me on this. E. coli. E. coli. The Ricola guy comes out with his giant tube. And then blows into it. E. coli. And he's there in his old later hosen or whatever. And it just sort of adds a nice bit of charm to a really dark pronouncement. That is very funny. Donna. 
E. coli. Uh, oh, wait. Was that E. coli? That's how you said it. E. coli. E. coli. You call it E. coli? Yes. Okay, so I think I call it E. coli. I think you do, too. <laughs> do you think that you are right? I don't know. Rocco. Rocco. Get the clammy guy oh, on yeah. the phone. E. coli. Oh, that's right. We were going to start Thesaurus Thursday today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Can we get it, bro? Down. Oh. I we got could... 35 minutes hey, to work Hey, what's another on? word for thesaurus? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> Donna, my boy, you sound like I was watching a little bit of Rodney Dangerfield this morning. <laughs> hey! Right. This oh, is, man. I mean, this is Google. E. coli. E. coli. So I'm right. E. No. E. coli. No. You're saying, what did I call it? E. coli. E. No, you're... You said E. coli. You said E. coli like it's one word. E. coli. E. coli. How do you say it, Donna? E. Hey, Col- tell me about that beach. What did they have? I, they had to shut because of E. coli. E. period. Next word. Coli. You know, we had a listener last week who said <laughs> emailed in and said, yes. "You know what? We got through most of a show without you guys just destroying a word and trying to figure out <laughs> drilling down so much deeper than anyone needs you to drill down in the pronunciation. Who's right? Who's wrong?" And then toward the end of the show, we got to it. See, we got it out of the way in hour one. <laughs> yeah, this is the closest I could find on thesaurus.com. Eclair. 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 By the way, who says Eclair? Nobody is. Wow. Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Eclair <laughs> is the donut. Yeah, but not according to this. Eclair. Eclair. Mm. Huh. It is a donut, right? Not yeah, a, chocolate. It's a pastry. It's a, a chocolate pastry. eclair. Yeah, it's a pastry, yeah. Not a donut. It's a pastry. It's made with a lot of the You sure it's things. not a donut? It's not a donut. That's pretty close it, to a donut. It's not a too 